Welcome back to the episode is running long. So Alex shovels in a really, really bad cliffhanger that everyone knows is going to be okay because they were paying attention to the DCs of saves previously. Uh, I'm your host, Alex. It's really <laughs> ham-fisted in there. It's, yeah, I mean, it's important that your audience knows who you are, especially 34 episodes in. You don't want to be confused. Someone's just jumping around these podcasts being like, I was really confused. They're episode 12, so I stopped listening. Yeah, who doesn't listen in chronological order, you psychopath? I mean, psychopaths, probably. I think you answered your own question. <laughs> How's everyone doing now that we're having negative weather in Colorado now? Yeah. This is what this game was designed for. <laughs> was inclement weather. Exactly. It was like, well, I'm in my pajamas, so. That's fair. You mean you're in your witch's robes to maintain the illusion. My, those are my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair you do you do comment that her, her night robes jesus yeah <laughs> that's on me how are you doing crystal you look like you're intently looking at everything you look very locked in She's got 30 well, tabs nobody open. can see my new setup because it was getting a little out of hand before and someday travis is going to come back and i will have taken up this entire side of the table which is like seven feet so i switched to an electronic setup and we'll see how it goes. I'm well, hoping I'll be faster in battle. I came down to tidy up and organize downstairs. You and Paul had both expanded into everyone else's space <laughs> equally. Uh, and you all had like different reasons. Like you had spell cards. Paul had like organized his dice neatly. Uh, but like <laughs> off to the left of him, taking up like the three to four feet to his left. Just so he had like a really great horizon view of well, I kept hitting my elbow on Woody's chair and then I realized that his chair doesn't need to fucking be there. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved it and then I took his space. It's mine now. Also, Woody, you're <laughs> off the podcast. No. Oh. Slowly oh. building distance. You could have told me before you started recording. <laughs> well, no, we wanted a, a live reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're also live tweeting this, so. Fuck you! <laughs> Woody says, fuck you. <laughs> At Woody. And then he just flipped his brand new <laughs> Paul has become the stenographer. Desk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you just get a new desk, Woody? Yeah. Well, I, a couple uh, weeks for ago Christmas or a month I, ago. Well, yeah, for Christmas I treated myself and got a, a new sit-stand desk. It's one of those like automated ones where you hit the button. So ergonomic. It's the most adult yeah. thing I've ever heard. For Christmas, I splurged <laughs> and got a got a. My back desk. was hurting. <laughs> it was oh, though. It actually, it's. I'm actually kind of surprised. I really, really like it. And just being able to switch positions, especially working from home, where you just kind of sit down and then you go and then you just move to the couch and you sit down. It's a lot of sitting, so helps break it up. That's fair. One day we'll we'll be all back in person, and what a day it'll be! We'll probably that episode will probably be a wash because we'll all just be so excited, <laughs> wasted, and wasted. Too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it'll be it'll be something certainly. So, last we left off, as a quick reminder to everybody, including all of you, you saw a chapel on a far hill. That chapel, as you've been told was one of many that have been set up on the outskirts of Dresden to act as a bit of a way station, a go-between for anyone who's traveling to or from that area. Whilst you were sleeping, you were attacked by Exorius, who you surmised correctly was the leader of the two armies that you faced in Keeper's Canyon. After some deft hexing and a lot of whacking, he escaped just narrowly, 
But unfortunately, during the onslaught where he had actually teleported pieces of the army into your camp, which is how he managed to get around all of the guards, the gargoyles he had brought with him had managed to pick up three individuals from the camp and fly them off. After some deft shots from Alu, managing to almost take one of them down, you notice that Camilo Don, Steffi, I think was his name, uh, <laughs> uh, and um, Nikki were all picked up and taken in the direction of the chapel. You arrived at the chapel, attacked almost immediately by the gargoyles that had taken, at least the ones you believe that had taken the individuals. You handled them easily. Poe, a little ham-fistedly, unfortunately, went around, opened and looked through some windows, and he declared himself there. Uh, <laughs> but he did notice that there was a meeting of these blue-skinned, seeming religious individuals. You entered the chapel, started fighting, beating people up, doing quite well for yourselves. And we left off with Tammy getting bitten, but not taking any ill effects from the bite. Yeah, I know. That, that 18 really, uh, really left things up to chance, especially. <laughs> you, you never know. That's one of those on-the-fence rolls yeah. where, you know. Might as well have been nothing. <laughs> from there... That ghoul's turn is now over. <laughs> and we move. Oh, no, we don't, because that person's dead. We move on to the Babua demon now. So, the Babua demon in the top left, who has been chilling there, is going to move. One, two, and just be outside the reach of Poe and take a stab with his spear trying to hurt that handsome Kitsune. 18 to hit, Poe. Ty. Ty, as always, goes to the GM regardless of if it doesn't (laughs) or is not supposed to. I agree. But this time it it does go to me. So, Picks up his spear, stabs down with it rather heartily. Manages to do... Not too bad. Six points of damage as it stabs out. Nice. From there, it is now Lillian Fade's turn. Lillian Fade, your beautiful, spectral, butterfly-like creature, unfortunately has departed from this world, but... Definitely did a number on a lot of these uh, ghouls on its way out, and they're all actually fighting still at a disadvantage because of its menacing aura. What do you do? Um, I believe that I will incur an attack of opportunity if I don't five-foot step. Indeed um, you will. Okay, so I shall five-foot step to the left. Um, and... I'm going to go ahead and summon another butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) Raising her hands above her head, she begins to summon, and that creature, I believe, will appear at the beginning of your next turn. From there, it is now another one of the ghoul's turns. The ghoul looks towards its remaining master. The remaining master nods, and the ghoul runs 
for the doors on the eastern portion of the chapel. And with its standard action, throws the doors open. That is its turn. Since I'm standing, like, right in line of that, can I see? Yeah, you would see it, yeah. Okay. Even with the other ghouls. No, I mean, like, can I see into the door, like, what's beyond the doorway? Uh, You can't. You can see that it's open the door, but it's tough to see through him. Okay. You don't see fire or brimstone. It looks like just another room. There's nothing extraordinary. There's not a portal to I didn't know if there were, like, six more cultists that were waiting in the wings, and he just let them in. Uh, I mean, maybe when we get to your turn, you can roll a perception on it. Okay. Uh, But for the moment... It is now the last leader's turn. The last leader, seeing what's happening, is going to step one, two, three, and knowing better than I, perfect. It's going to channel negative energy to hurt any living creatures that are in the room, which also affects one of the Babua demons. So everyone, if you could be so kind as to roll me a will save. Uh, technically, I'm not in the room. Uh, it does not affect a loo. That is very true. Oh, thank you. Actually. 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 <clears throat> uh, that is a 28 will save, Alex. Uh, it passes. Do we get Are you it? sure? Do you want to do a cliffhanger? And <laughs> Next time on Final right Crusade. <laughs> Next time on episode 35. <laughs> 35. Just <laughs> let me drop a five-minute episode. It really confused <laughs> a lot of listeners. Whoa. Is this an error? Nope. Uh, Lillian, what did you roll? 18. 18. Uh, 18 also passes. Uh, Poe. There's hope for Poe in that case. 17. Poe passes. And finally, Ooh. Tammy. 20. 20. Tammy does not pass. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Quick question. What is this a, wait, <laughs> wait, what? Is this Say a again, fear-like but, ability? Because we it do is have not. protection from evil. There, it's a channeling effect. Um, that oh, would give you, I mean, you all passed. Yeah, yeah. So you'd still get that plus two because oh, he's is it, evil. Is that a spell-like ability? So that's a 30 will save for me. Is it 30? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, it hits you. <laughs> yeah, because you're being sassy. It's yeah. a max save, actually. Uh, awesome. One point of damage. I rolled three <laughs> rounding down. Take that, everybody. Uh, Want to know something? The Babua demon failed. <laughs> so he <laughs> did more damage to so his friends. He than... did. Amazing. Take that. Expertly. Uh, well, that's what he gets for being alive. Speaking of which, it's now <laughs> his turn. Uh, he's going to take a five-foot stab. He's going to give a good old stabby stab at Lillian. Really? Here comes the boom. Ready or not. Here comes the boys from the south. 29 to hit. As soon hits. hits. Strangely enough. And does 11 points of damage. Stabbing in uh, with that spear. Really getting a juicy little hit on the Babua demon. Poe. It is now your turn. That's a concentration check because she's summoning. Oh, Ooh. it is. So go ahead and roll me a concentration check, please. Ooh. 18. 18. So let me take a look. You're injured while casting. 10 plus damage dealt plus the spell level. So you dealt 11 damage, not including your spell level. That's still a DC 21, so you fail. So as you raise your hands above you to cast this summon monster, you get stabbed from behind, breaking your concentration, and the spell subsides, and you lose it. It is now the orange ghoul's turn. Still still Poe's turn, sorry. It is still Poe's turn. (laughs) I lied. Poe, what do you do? (laughs) 
Poe looks down at Tammy to see if she's wielding anything pointy or threatening. Oh, yeah, she is. She, she like, waves her little staff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm threatening. Waluigi. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That was good. Uh, (laughs) Poe five foot steps into... um, is this considered flanking? With it is not. The, okay. It is not. Poe po, is going to not five foot step and rather acrobatically <gasps> move two spaces into position to be flanking. Um, his acrobatic score is pretty dang high, though, because he's a gang star and gets a 32. <laughs> Yep, that, yeah, that, that passes. <laughs> Even with the adjustments for moving through two bad guys' spaces. Uh, and that, multiple oh, threat squares yeah. down. It crushes. Your Poe has pretty much no will. He is so malleable when it I mean, comes we know that. to his actions with a four. <laughs> but he is acrobatic, so he's got that going. Uh, he's going to use just a plain old, plain old attack with uh, Toothsaw against the blue ghoul to the south who is being flanked with Tammy right now and gets a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Woo! Oh, doggy. Poe says. <laughs> and Tusaw <laughs> says, oh, doggy, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Post feeling sneaky at the moment. This is so sneaky. So sneaky. So sneaky. 21 damage. Oh, doggy. So how do you kill this <laughs> ghoul? <laughs> Acrobatically, somersaulting, but Tusaw falls out of the sheath, <gasps> and in its haste to hop back into my hands, accidentally hops through the ghoul, and I'm now clamoring to pick up Toothsaw. <laughs> <laughs> just like jumps through his chest like a chest burster and it's just like Wee! <laughs> and you're like yeah, come, soft. Back. Get, come back here get, get back here i love it you uh handedly kill that ghoul perfect it is now the orange ghoul's turn for realsies this time and he's going to move up take a five foot step and he is going to do his best to try and hurt Errol. Though I have a feeling not much is going to happen unless he rolls a natural 20. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) 21? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Awesome. So just like really just getting after you and you feel its claws and teeth gnashing, but your shield and your armor just far too impenetrable for it to actually do anything effectively. It is now the green ghoul's turn. Seeing its friend fall, it's going to move one, two, up to Tammy, and it's going to try and bite her. 16, oh, no, 18. Uh, no. Comes up, but you manage to get that mithril buckler in its mouth and its salivating fangs dripping over it, but it cannot close and it cannot do any damage. Tammy, it is now your turn. Okay. Here we go. Pulling up the list. (laughs) Tammy is going to, boom, reach out her hand, and she will cast um, 
another round of vampiric touch. Uh oh. And there is no saving throw, but it does have spell resistance if you have spell resistance. It does not. Well, then it just happens. <laughs> so the sa- <laughs> and that is a what a will save. It's not. There's no saving throw. Oh. It just happens. Uh, there's no attack roll. You probably roll touch attack. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold on a second. Is this like magic missile? But we should you just, get to. We should just no, no, no. spell <laughs> constantly. <laughs> it just seems. No, boom, boom, I do boom, roll. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no, <laughs> I get a roll. You are these roll. are these ghouls considered demons? Uh, they are not. They are not considered demons. They are gappa ghouls. I mean, you don't know. Roll and find out. How about aberrations? If only. I've been waiting 40 episodes. Ooh, my mini <laughs> D20 got a nat 17. Ooh. And so that's a 21. 21 easily bypasses its yeah. touch AC <laughs> as you start sucking energy from it. And surprisingly, they don't have... 1d8 points of damage per two caster level. Shwoop. And is that a spell for you or your staff? I forget. It's, uh, it's a spell for me. So I took okay. Vampiric Touch. I actually bought a scroll, and then I learned it effectively, and then I took it as a mythic spell. Oh, shit. So oh, that's right. More Because you used now. it last episode, so I just Yeah, and I think I crit on it, so that was, like, dope. Okay. Yeah, not too bad. 12, 12, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. And then I, I gained that as HP for one hour. Uh, so, what happens to this <laughs> fine gentleman <laughs> <laughs> that you reached out and touched? Um, he goes to like bite me, and I reach in his hand, and I grab his tongue, and then oh. I just suck all of the blood out through his tongue, and then he falls limp <laughs> You watch. pale. You watch as his body shrivels up as you hold his tongue in your hand and he falls and becomes nothing more than a pile of dust at your feet. Arrow Light Shield, it is your turn. Arrow is going to... Well, Tammy, do you want to move? Sorry. 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 I don't know. Do I want to move? That's a good question. Um, sure. Yeah, I'll move. Uh, Arrow's turn is coming up, so I'm just going to boop, boop, boop. Do I have to be acrobatic to go over the pews? Uh, you <laughs> do have to be acrobatic to get there uh, because you passed the ghoul and it will get an attack of opportunity. You can oh, swing cool. wide, right? Oh, oh here. Uh, I'll just do that. Yeah, that I just wanted to That's give fine. him flanking bonus. You, he still gets a flanking bonus from there, so there not a big deal. Nailed it. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I was just going to move past that guy and Shit. attack the main cultist person. Fair enough. Errol, would you throw <laughs> me a perception check, please? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, that is a 21. A 21. You look over and past the uh, strange creature that's certainly not a ghoul um, through the door. You don't see anything on the other side, save for a very long braided rope that hangs from the ceiling. No hide or hair of anyone else in the room. A long braided rope? Mm-hmm. Hanging from the ceiling. And it's quite thick. It's like probably the diameter of oh, your wrist. I think I know what this is. Um, Errol's going to kind of look past this ghoul and look into the room and say, we need to stop the ghouls. They're about to ring the the chapel bells. I think it's an alert. And he's going to 
rush past the ghoul that's standing next to him and take the attack of opportunity. Okay. I don't do anything. Nope. Okay. And he's going to get right up next to this cultist that is remaining, and he's going to power attack vital strike. There you go. He still has uh, keen on his weapon. You just hear the guy go, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, not so great. That is a 13 hit. 13. As you raise your axe up, it manages to use its flail and definitely block your blow. Damn it. Alu, it is your turn. So, sorry, on the map, where uh, is that cord that Errol's talking about? Over there? It's, okay. it's in this room right over here. Yes, that's, that's okay. what Errol, so Errol saw past, and he saw it about in the middle of this room. Okay. Um... Quick question. If I moved into the doorway where this ghoul, dead ghoul is, mm-hmm. do I have a direct, because I do have, you know, directly diagonal, do I have a direct line of sight onto that ghoul? I'm going to give it partial cover just because you have to kind of shoot through uh, Lillian's space to do it. So. Mm. That's just a plus two to AC, right? Yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy, but like it's a long shot and you are a good archer, but like there's people in the way, there's pews, stuff like that. Someone farted, and you're distracted Come by into it. The you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> it smells terrible. He told me there's no sulfur and brimstone in here. Um, <laughs> uh, hmm. Ooh, okay. If you had one shot, I'm going to do that five foot step. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> uh, and after hearing it, <laughs> after hearing Errol, uh kind of exclaim i was gonna shoot at the baboodium just to the left of the main entrance but then on a dime i pivot to try to take out the purple ghoul that is making a rush for the door you don't know it's a ghoul i've just said it by mistake a bunch of times oh (laughs) and it's just labeled as ghoul and roll 20 just disregard that whoops the big blue wet thing objection leading Um. the jury <laughs> Joke song. Yeah, I should just start putting false names in right. here. I had a minotaur, and it's like a snake. There's <laughs> uh, wrong tokens, wrong names, and it's like the third one just happens to be what you know it as. Yep. Wait a minute. Wait uh, a minute. So I'm going to try to hit it. I'm going to be doing many shot and rapid shot and attempt to take this thing out before I can even get through that door. So I'm going to do just the basic rapid shot. I'm not going to do the mythic. Okay. Alright. So it's three rolls. First one, I do not have... um, Is it deadly aim that gives me the plus one within 30 feet? Because it's more than 30 feet away. It's a point blank shot. Point blank shot, yes. I do not have that. Alright. First one. That's a adjusted 20. Hit. Yeah! It's an eight on the die. So that is 13 points of damage. And how do you kill this mysterious monster that you have no clue of what it is? <laughs> <laughs> so, come through the door, look at the Babua demon, hear Errol cl- you know, clamor out, look over my shoulder, pivot, two arrows with my many shot, launch them both. I call out to the ghoul, Hey, blue face. <laughs> and as he turns, each arrow goes right between each of its eyes, <laughs> pinning it to the door. Oh. Nice. 
The door was open, so I'm going to leave that door open. But then the other door that wasn't open is now <laughs> uh, has a nice little uh, mysterious creature <laughs> fastened to it, keeping the so, mystery alive. <laughs> so because I am I able to still take my the yep, rest of my 100- shots? One hundred percent, sir. Well, now about face back to the babua that I was going to hit to the, right. the western portion of the room, right? Yeah, the cool. one next to Poe. Perfect. So next one, probably not, definitely not a 12. 12 miss. And then the last one, same thing. Roll two fives. Two fives? Eight. Eight. So you shoot, you manage to pin this ghoul to the door and then perhaps pivoting just the smaller, thinner demon. Your arrows just go right around it, unable to get any purchase. As you shoot, it manages because you're you're within his reach. You take yep. those two shots, miss. It turns and stabs out at you. Seventeen to hit. Survey says no, and it also has a tough time. Maybe it took too much concentration to dodge your arrows as it strikes out, missing you. It is now that Babua demon's turn. He's going to look at Poe. Then look at Alu. Alu just tried to hurt him, so he's going to stab out once more. 28 to hit. Mm. Nope. I'm oh, kidding. Wow. Yes, it hit. Oh, <laughs> Does everyone roll Wait on like Errol? <laughs> and manages to do nine points of damage, stabbing you with his spear. So mean. So mean. Rude. He is then going to take a five-foot step away to right there uh, moving deeper into the room trying to maybe get the corner between him and the loo making it a little more difficult to hit Lillian fade um okay Lillian's gonna like her concentration she gets distracted and um her spell gets wasted and she like huffs out of frustration and then stamps her foot for flare and then she standard action <laughs> foot stamping <laughs> cast slumber on the the big guy next to errol uh on the big guy next to errol he immediately falls asleep and then she's going to <laughs> a five foot step away from that other babu demon because he's a bully <laughs> it is now the creature's turn goes ahead and it's a will save, I believe. Is that right? To wake up from uh, the yes. slumber? Perfect. Let's see how he does. He's Oh, they're very willful. Uh, 21. Ooh, 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 ooh. Da, 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 da. I think it's going to be a 19. Oh, no. It's 17. So, yeah, 17. he passes. So, he wakes up... Um, with the still with the full turn still ahead of him, but he but does he fall down prone? Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah, one hundred percent. He does. Thinking. Yeah, no, he definitely falls down prone from his prone position. It's not. It's not. It's not very good for him. He is going to stand up and provoke that attack of opportunity. Indeed. So go ahead, Errol. Take that attack of opportunity. Uh, vital strike and power attack still on, or I think mm-hmm. just. Power uh, attack. It's just power, power attack. attack. Vital strike isn't. Yeah. 
but that was a natural 20. There you go. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Oh. There you go. So, Please uh, roll to confirm. Roll to confirm. Oh. Um, so that is a natural 13. So that's 19. And then because he's... Do I get the plus four for prone? Or? You know, I'm going to settle this now. <laughs> I'm going to say yes okay. because he's standing, he's trying up. to get up, and I'm yeah. hitting him. And, you, as and he's you're basically up. interrupting okay. that ability. So that's the same that, for the PCs, okay. but also for the NPCs. So yeah, I'm going to say you get that plus four. Okay. So, um, so that's a, a 23 confirmed crit. That is a confirmed critical. Okay. We're gonna pull a card now. Uh oh. Pulling a card. He did say yikes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Slashing. Knockback. Deal double damage <laughs> and target is pushed 1d6 squares directly away. Wow. Oh, like an anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that pushes him towards the door. But it no. is very, unless you kill him outright. Um, well, I was going to say, what happens if you roll? Because he's only four spaces away from the wall. Does he take bonus damage if you roll like a five oh, or a yeah. six? I'll say he takes Ooh. 1d6 of damage if you roll past the wall. Because yeah. it's bludgeoning like, damage, like he's hitting a surface. Right. Like almost like fall damage. I would but say in yeah. that. Direction. But I'm only going to do 1d6 because he. Cause, okay. Yeah. So the double damage. From the card that stacks with the, is it just normal double damage? It's right? just normal crit damage when it okay. says double damage. So whatever your critical damage is, by all means ring that bell. Okay. Okay. Um, forty-two points of damage. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, we okay. don't get that's mythic moments. power attack, baby, because it doubles and then yeah. doubles again. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. Um, how does this stranger die? <laughs> As he kind of gets to his hands and knees as he goes to get up. He just exposes his neck, and he just comes straight down with the scimitar and just cleave his head off. And his head cleans straight off his body. As you do that, his head stays in the same place, but his body gets cast (laughs) three spaces. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How do those physics work? (laughs) I was going to say. That's the point. It works because he has mythical power surging through his. <laughs> Can he kick him? Yeah. Can he like? I'll, I'll do like a Sparta kick. There you That's go. That's fair. So he cuts his head clean <laughs> off and Sparta kicks him. Roundhouse kicks him. <laughs> now with flying witches and magical demons, <laughs> physics is a real sticking point. Oh, thank God. And he Spartan kicks him 15 feet away <laughs> as his body comes to rest as he's dead on the ground. It is now the other Babua demon's turn. So the other Babua demon, seeing everything go wrong, runs for the door, hoping it's going to double move, uh, hoping it can make it through as everything is falling apart. It is now post-turn. Ay ay ay, sir. Ay ay ay. Poe's going to... Look at the Baboo Demon to the north. Realize that he's all alone and useless. Look to the Baboo Demon to the east. Realize that it's really far away and he's useless. And then he's <laughs> going to say, You know what? Mm. <laughs> he's not going to say anything. He's going to say, You know what? <laughs> he's going to end it that. And he's going to move at full speed acrobatically. Oh. To increase the difficulty by 10 into a flanking position 
with Tammy once again. So right. let's see how that rolls. 107, Alex. Does he pass? 107. Nope. It's only 100,000. <laughs> it's only 1,009. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. I had it on upside down. It's over 9,000. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Got to say it with more passion than that. Come on, man. I know. I screwed it up at the beginning, and so then I felt silly. One more time with feeling. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut it all out. We'll definitely cut out Thanks. me saying that we're cutting it out. That's for sure. Good. <laughs> 30. 30? Damn it. Even with that plus 10 increase to the creature's CMD, you managed to definitely avoid it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and now I'm just going to do a regular old well. tooth saw. Set 17. 17. Hits. Ooh, doggy. Yay! 22. 22. And how does this other <laughs> mysterious creature meet its end? Uh, Poe does what he just said, looks around, feels a little useless, but then notices the maybe ghoul to the south being distracted by Tammy's big ol' staff. So he just sprints Naruto style, except with Tutsa <laughs> out to the side, and uh, it's a Naruto kind of... style that let them miss you <laughs> exactly because he ducked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then the he he comes up short, like uh, he stops. He doesn't follow through because he doesn't have enough movement to. So he kind of comes to the end of his run, and uh, Tutsa just keeps that momentum going. And slices through the poor maybe ghoul's spine. Yeah, maybe. No way to know. And he falls dead to the ground, as mysterious as ever. It is now Tammy's turn. My lawyer just uh, told me that we need to say alleged ghoul whenever yeah. we refer to them. <laughs> yeah. You can't just be going around making accusations. Yeah, these you, baseless you can't, you can't accusations. <laughs> as the last ghoul is cleared from the field. Alleged. <laughs> Electrical. Uh, two, um, two definite babua demons remain. Uh, Tammy, it's your turn. Tammy will turn towards the babua demon at the door. Ooh, let me just check the range. Yeah, that's plenty. Um, and then she's gonna boom, bop her staff on the ground, and then a you shall not pass. Oh, no. Light emits from it. An instantaneous ray, if you will. <laughs> and it shoots a ray and she casts um, Searing Light. Uh-oh. So Ooh. I must succeed on a ranged touch attack. So I will roll a d20. Tiny d20. Tiny 20. Tiny 20. 16? 16. Uh, hits. Cool. Whoa. Okay. Now roll spell resistance, please. Oh, you son of a bitch. Is it a demon? Uh, roll and give me both numbers. I'm. You know it's That's a demon. Right. You already yeah, did you've this. You've been calling I it a poo demon this I entire have. time. I Allegedly. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> 1d20. Tiny d20 go. Ooh. Not 19. 
I don't know. 30? 30? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why I asked you to roll the, me. 30 is the large number. You want the smaller one? I, I don't I don't roll. I don't know why I even bothered to ask you to roll these acrobatics <laughs> or these spell resistance. It's all fucking pointless. Uh, you do so. Okay. Um, 5d8. <laughs> Just a... Wow. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. Is it a construct or an undead creature? It is not. Okay. 20 points of damage. And it is light damage? I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I th- I, is it? I think it is. It doesn't say anything. I don't know. It just says ray is it the says ray of light. instantaneous. Yeah. Is there like light and necrotic in this? I thought that was like a 5e thing. Uh, the is it considered is holy? Evocation? Yeah. Evocation? But it doesn't say like fire, cold, anything. Uh, oh, it just no. says instantaneous ray. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I think it's just nondescript damage then, right? Uh, I mean, usually if it's nondescript, it's force, but it says light uh, several times. And. <laughs> So I'm going to just say it all goes through. So you slam your staff on the ground and 20 points of this bright white light damage pierce the skin of this babua person. Uh, <laughs> Errol, it is your turn. Um. Okay, who's left? Oh, did that demon not die? It did Sorry. not. It's still standing. Oh, uh, you know that babua demons are hardy. Yep, so... 5, 10, 15, 20 move into range of him. Uh, I believe that provokes. It does. He's going to take a swing swing. Uh, 29. That hits. Hits. So he manages to stab you right as you get in his face uh, for six points of damage, stretching out its spear, catching you. Okay. Uh, Still going to keep Sacred Weapon going. Power attack, vital strike. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 to hit. 20 hits. 22 points of damage. 22 points of damage. So you manage to slash it across its stomach. It's looking rough. It's looking worse for the wear, but it still stands. Holy shit What balls. the actual fuck? Alu, it is your turn. <laughs> Alu, kill this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Lou's gonna now, for the first time ever, take a five-foot step into the room. <laughs> 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 Now it's starting to get crazy in here, folks. <laughs> Whoa. Just um, five foot stepping his way slowly down. Gonna hold up his bow. Radiance, give me strength! And activate mythic rapid shot. All the shots except for <laughs> point blank. Um, I'm going to first go for the Babua Demon by Errol. All right. It has no cover, so fire at will. Who's will? Why is Will in the way? Oh, His name is Will. You never bothered to ask. You just tried to stab him. Oh, yeah. Natural 17. That's a 24 to hit. Hit. All right. And that was the many shot, first yeah. one was the many shot. So that is... Where's the other die? There you are. So for many shot, do I add the, the modifier to each roll? Uh, you add it to just one, I think. I think you roll twice and then add the modifier. I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't think you add the modifier twice. It's not okay, like a crit. Once. It's two. So if you're, it's like 1d8 plus 10, it's 2d8 yeah. plus 10 for many okay. shot. I so believe. 
so in that case, it is that first many shot is 14 points of damage. Yeah, it doesn't say. So we'll just play it like that for now. Um, okay. I have a feeling it's not very long for this world. 14 points of damage. So you managed yep. to, to hit him with these two arrows sinking into his shoulder. He's, he still stands. Jeez Louise. Another one. Adjusted 20 to hit. Adjusted 28 hits. Adjusted 20. Hits. Sorry. I'll take a 28, though, if you want to give it to me. Uh, they both hit, so <laughs> 28, sure. <laughs> That's but another that eight points of damage. 20. All right, yeah, this is eight also points of damage. cold iron, or the arrows act as cold iron. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it all seems to be going through, and like he, blood is coming from his mouth. His claws outstretching, <laughs> trying to get to the door, but you have not felled him yet. Nope. Third shot. Ooh, this is going to be close. 18? Miss. Oh. No! <sighs> but would you like to apply mythic or legendary power to that shot? Oh, you can yes, do a I would. Yes, I would. I will do an extra mythic point. So now I'm down to two remaining. So I'll remind you all correct. every so often for these first couple of combats, and then I'm going to get a little bit quiet about it later. But Thank it's you, brand kind new. sir. Brand new. Watch you have a little fun I with it. I put it in the chat, but we don't really use this chat. That's I'm fair. trying to yeah. find a way we can secretly metagame without you knowing. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I do get very cross. Is there a way in Roll20 to actually turn it on so when you get a message, because half the time I'll... I if you go to the sound the settings, you can turn on the uh, the setting, but that's only if you have the sound on your computer on, yeah. It's okay. like, Ding. I might do that then. Yeah, exactly, because there's sometimes when people are sending me messages and I won't notice until way later. Alu, All right. like, you die in an episode. Don't do that, Alu, you'll die. I wish I had seen that message. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> All right. Be a two or more. That's three points, so now it is up to a 21 to hit. 21. You hit. Ooh. I imagine I did some some wanted kind of shit where I saw I was just off by a little bit and kind of tilt my head a little bit, kind of like uh, severed from Stranger Things and just whoop, <laughs> yoinks right in. Oh, six points of damage. Six points of damage. This last arrow leaves radiance. You watch as the golden light that normally surrounds it suddenly tinges purple as something seems to interfere with the arrow's path. The outstretched hand of the demon gets to the door as it pierces the back of his head and he falls limp against it. Oh, thank God. Uh, Dead. Oh, yeah. Fuck that I feel guy, like, right? I feel like something happens here for <laughs> where we all just like things go silent and we all just slowly turn to the last babua demon <laughs> and <laughs> cock our head at it. You know, it's funny. I have one extra shot, and I do exactly that. that. I slowly, like, dramatically pivot straight, you know, just completely straight, and just look at the Babu demon. So good. Pull my last arrow. Into a corner. (laughs) It's probably fine. He's fine. First off, alleged Babu. No, Babu a person. Babu a person. Read that back to me. (laughs) Babu. Yeah, Babu a person. Alu turns and with his last and final shot, definitely not going to hit six. Six. You shoot and it misses. This Babua demon stands, spear in hand, looking at the five of you. You have all turned to look at him. He goes, I didn't, I didn't even want to be here. They called me to this plane. <laughs> he drops his spear in front of him. He puts his hands in front of him and goes, ah, fuck this. And he 
Holy shit, you can talk? (laughs) (laughs) He said... What the fuck? He can telepathically communicate with anybody he chooses. Fuck this shit, I'm one day from retirement. He says it in... (laughs) He says it in Celestial, because he doesn't really know what else you all might speak, but he assumes some Mm. of you do, and maybe you just hear... (laughs) And he just disappears entirely. (laughs) And you find yourselves in this room... Alone. Out of combat. Oui. Out of combat. Hey. Nice. Nice. I could have dragged that out, but that's not as much fun. Let's just, watching you all just beat the shit out of <laughs> Yeah, just back that dude <laughs> into a corner. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's like waiting into you, motherfucker. Well, I feel like Lillian just going to make him sleep, and then you're all just going to go ham fist <laughs> on him. So. All right, let's you all coordinate our coup de grace on him. And, uh, Only one works. Not to be like too metagamey, but would we have expended more spell slots? And You would have, but I like to do these things. I like so. You're a soft DM. I, I love that about you. I mean, well, we like, like you, a demon Alex. wouldn't want to like die, you. too. I, you know, sometimes I'll squeeze you. Sometimes I won't. I'll just, you sometimes know. I'll You'll squeeze you. us, but, but like hug with a hug. Hug and hold and squeezing. So anyways... So what, what do I see so standing anyway. right next to this open door now? You look in to the room. So let me let me go over some flavor text for y'all. Flavor. So first, as you all take a breath from combat and sit in there, you notice the vaulted ceilings of this massive sanctuary reach nearly 30 feet overhead. Smashed stained glass windows stretch into narrow bands above the doors. Four angelic statues occupy each corner of the room, though their faces and wings are cracked and broken, almost beyond recognition. Now, the walls are covered with disturbing shapes and runes that have been scratched into the stone. An altar, befouled with grime and filth, sits at the southern wall, which is this large, almost stage-like-looking thing that the pews are facing. Now, Errol, as you look through the door, what you see is something you didn't notice before. Three stone tables stand in this room, the wooden benches lie broken and half-rotten around them. However, leather straps have been affixed as makeshift restraints that stretch across most of the surfaces. They're buckled tightly in places, but what you didn't notice is just around the corner, a single individual is still tied to that table. In addition, a nearby knotted rope descends through a tiny hole in the ceiling. Uh... Errol's going to see someone tied to the table, and he's going to run in and see who it is. As you approach the table, you immediately recognize Camilo Dunn. And immediately starts undoing the restraints. Uh, she, as you undo them, begins to, to rise, and she uses her arms to kind of push you away. Um, very frightened, very unsure of what's happening. And then notices as she pushes against you the feel of your armor. Realizing who you are, she collapses into your arms and begins to weep softly. I'm sorry. We got here as fast as we could. I know. I I know. I just thought that you had freed me and then I had fallen right back in. I should have known you would have come. Thank you. The, the gargoyles left with two others. Where are they? I don't know. They they took us in different ways. Nikki was saying something, distracting them, and they bashed him to unconsciousness and really were just being super mean. <laughs> I mean that, that does sound like Nikki, so it was 
bless him though, his silliness and his fast moving mouth prevented us from being further harmed. I heard people yelling and screaming when we arrived. There's probably more than just the three of us, but they took me in here to save me for later. That's what they said. I I don't know. You look her over. Roll me a heel check, please. That's my bread and butter. 22. You notice that her skin has a slight bluish tinge to it. Oh, no. Alleged ghoul! (laughs) You notice that fresh on her left forearm is a fang bite. (laughs) Is this a fucking zombie movie? Or a vampire movie? Oh, no. Oh, no. Or a um, ghoul movie? Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that subgenre. It's my favorite. <laughs> um, do I know how to kind of like, how far along she is in the progress of that and if I can like dispel it or? So it is a, it's a standard sickness and you would be familiar with, especially with the 22. Okay. You know that the onset of it takes about a day. They took her here early morning, more than likely infected her a few hours ago. It hasn't completely enveloped her as of yet. Uh, in addition, you know that being bitten by a ghoul causes ghoul fever. And that it doesn't make you a ghoul outright. However, if you succumb to the disease, uh, having your con completely destroyed, you then rise as a ghoul. So they more than likely took people here that they captured from roads or from camps bit them, left them to slowly die, and then turn. turned into ghouls. Exactly, and that's how okay. they were raising their army. So that's what you get the sense of what was happening. Okay. Um, yeah, come come with me out of this decrepit room. The The rest of the party's out here in the cathedral, and let me let me see if I can tend to uh, the, the fever that you're, you're under. While Errol is doing this, what is everyone else up to? Well, Lillian, I think, is going through this madman's personal belongings so the two individuals that you just faced off against they're dressed very very similarly uh as you go through their pockets you see that they don't have much on them they have this flail they have about 92 gold pieces each so about 184 in total uh they seemed really like simply outfitted they both had that empty parchment that they used to summon those monsters forth from but otherwise, there's not much else on them. Uh, Alu's going to pick up... Well, now that I'm kind of like machine gun arrow McGee over here, you <laughs> imagine I'm going to be missing a lot of arrows, so I'm going to pick up... Let's see, how many arrows did I miss there? I missed six arrows, so I'm going to try to pick those up. Sounds good. Roll me a d6, please. I got a four. Four. So you managed to find four of them. Um, and then you were saying there were some markings down to the southern wall. Or the markings like are everywhere. Um, specifically, the southern walls where the altar lies. Now, the altar is kind of covered in this crust of filth and, and grime uh, that's very similar to what you saw in the Grey Garrison. Mm-hmm. Purposely placed there to destroy and kind of desecrate that altar. Okay, I'd, I'd like to start trying to to clean that and to cleanse um, especially this area specifically okay of whatever filth and excrement whatever all right per, so you babua person iconography they they drew on there 
Yeah, so you, you start to do that. You start to, to clean up a little bit. Poe, what are you up to? Poe walks up behind Tammy, leans over her shoulder, and goes, Do you think we should pull the rope? What do you think it does? Should we pull it? Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, let's go pull it. Do and it. then <laughs> approach. Christ. The rope. Errol no, no, no. See you I think that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Stay away from I that. thought it was a joke. <laughs> I don't like this game of chicken. <laughs> do you pull, pull a card? Rope? Do it. Do it. Pull a card. Don't do it. <laughs> he, his hands reaching out, and as Errol exclaims, it pauses, and he and he looks over, <laughs> kind of like uh, bashfully. Think uh, about Nikki. We need to get to Nikki. Pulls his hand back. Your other puts it hand, in his pocket your other hand as you pull your hand back slaps it as you put it back into your pocket except you don't have pockets in your pants so you just stick your hand down your pants that's where he keeps yeah. his swords so it makes sense it does canonically that works out just fine why did I say that Tammy what are you up to uh, what is Tammy up to uh, she's just going to walk in and see that someone is in need and ask Errol if he needs any assistance and see what she can do to help she seems pretty weakened. She's not wearing any <laughs> armor, doesn't have any weaponry. Uh, she seems, you know, she's been infected, obviously, with this ghoul fever. But in addition, uh, just looks like they kind of roughed her up a bit. So she's definitely not in the best of shape at the moment. Yeah, I'm going to spend the... Well, because hmm. I can treat this disease, mm-hmm. assuming it's a disease, but that takes 10 minutes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a disease, yes. Okay. Um, Doesn't so, that just help her fortitude save for next time? Um, it a, gives her, yeah, whenever she makes her roll to resist the effects, then I think, yeah, she gets like a plus four or something. So you spend some what time. What about remove disease? That's a spell. But he's he he knows all the cleric spells, doesn't he? Oh, that's he? fair. Yeah, yeah but and it's you have to prepare three? them, and I don't have level three spells. Oh, okay. I'm not a full caster. So. Well, I can I can do that. You can remove disease? Well, I have wild arcana. Uh, yes, oh, but that only gives I you access don't. to the sorcerer wizard list. Ah, well, I'll, I'll gesture towards Lillian. I'll say, Lillian, I think we need your help in here. It is remove disease. I checked that up because anything with the word Fair cure enough. in it, you actually have access to as a white mage, uh, but it doesn't have the word cure in the title, so you do not have access to it. Uh, but witches have access to remove disease level three. And she has wild arcana. That's fair. Lillian? Ooh, uh, so tell me, I guess I'm not familiar enough with wild arcana. I didn't realize that I could. Yeah, it's, wild arcana means that you can cast like any spell, on your spell that list. you are allowed to cast as a witch as long as you have that caster level. And you also cast it and as it two levels higher. And it doesn't need to be prepared. Okay. No, it doesn't. That's the whole thing. So as a swift action, you can expend okay. one use of mythic power. And then I think you also expend a spell slot. No, it says without, appro- without, oh, without expending a prepared yeah. spell or spell slot. No, that's fair. Whoa. Yeah. Holy you don't shit. need to have the spell prepared, nor does it need to be on your list of spells known. Yep. You just yeah, have to be able to cast it because like you're a witch and your caster level allows you to do third level spells. Okay. 
So I feel like after coming in and getting a little bit of an education from Tammy about how magic works, because <laughs> like... she's always reading in the library. It's just a meet- yeah. it's just a meeting of the minds. Like no. Errol's explaining the disease, Tammy's explaining the magic, and you're sitting there going, "Hmm, hmm." She's gonna walk up to Camillo Dawn and say, "Neil, child," and then she's gonna go through this like. <laughs> Camilo Don, fucking whole charade. Has like forty years on you. <laughs> she she looks at you and then she looks at Errol and Tammy and they like kind of nod and like tell her to kneel and she uneasily kneels in front of you. Yeah, and I do this whole like I put on this whole show of a blessing, basically that I give to her, um, effectively curing her dis- or removing the disease. So it's 1d20 plus your caster level. And because you used Wild Arcana, it's two levels higher. So you have to roll for it. Okay, so is this like similar to like a touch attack? Uh, no, so it's to it's bypass the DC negates. of the save. So I have the DC mm. for the disease. I have it all ready to okay. go. So you basically roll on their behalf. So you do 1d20 plus 8. Plus 8. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 27. 27. Natural 19 there. Too too many Christmas. (laughs) So Lillian kind of makes a show of it, and rightly so. You watch as her eyes do the thing where they fog over, but instead of her eyes becoming white as normal, they cloud over with this purple energy as it begins to starts to move and flow inside of her body. She outstands a single hand, and that purple energy moves through it straight through her hand into Camilla Dawn and it washes over her almost immediately removing any ill effect that she seemed to be suffering from. Nice. And then Tammy goes, noise. <laughs> she jumps for a high five. <laughs> but Lillian Nailed jumps it. for a high five and it's like she can't quite get there because it was kind of misinformed. She and taps mistimed. her elbow. Yeah. And then like they do like a low five and it works out uh, the second time around. Mm-hmm. And then, finger guns. and then finger guns. Finger guns. That's how Dual you, wielding finger guns. That's how you use mythic power <laughs> is with finger guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So it's kind of what you all are up to. Is there anything else you'd like to do where you are or uh, in the other room previously? Um, like to detect magic yes, if I could. That's the one. You actually detect no magic <laughs> coming from this room whatsoever. Are the pikes left over from the Babua demons? Uh, that was flavor. Uh, okay. they, they are not. Okay. And what about evil? You sense evil <laughs> coming from deeper inside the chapel uh, to the east. So over here, kind of where? Uh, yeah. So past is. the door, uh, you okay. you sense it. You sense a slight aura of it. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So Lou. So I assume after I've cleansed. Um, the main main altar probably come into the room join the rest of the group sense evil and the fight is not over there's there's more from within prepare yourselves if we're going to keep going so as you extend your aura uh, you realize it's coming from the east but not from the north that is also something worth noting in addition you remember that Aaron told you that they usually keep a store of healing items here at the chapel. 
did he mention if the healing items were evil? I can't I can't remember. I wasn't listening, I'll be honest. He says that they're often well hidden. Uh oh, okay. And are meant but to not explicit. evil ones. No. They would have been stored oh. there by the previous people who erected the chapel. Man, that really would have made finding them a lot easier. <laughs> it's fair. It's very fair. We should start keeping like did you guys keep those Baphomet little symbols? I feel like we could really use those, like hide and seek type thing, like little beacons, because you guys detect evil so like a well. Batman tracker, just like mm-hmm. throw it in someone's pocket, <laughs> just place them random places, like geocaching. Yeah. <laughs> Send each other on scavenger hunts. Alu, as you're cleaning the altar, uh, roll me a perception check, please. I was just about to ask, did I notice anything? That's going to be good. That is 25. You notice as you're cleaning the filth off that the kind of um, embossed carvings of battles and whatnot, there is a single woman holding a sword aloft, pointing outwards. As you slowly clear away the filth and the crusted and grime, you notice that it's Slightly raised, and on either side, all around the border of the sword, it seems empty. Uh, not like it is for the rest of the etching. It's empty. So the sword it, around the borders of it is empty. Hmm. Interesting. Almost like I could fit something. No, no like that... it. In, like you can press it in, like a switch. Oh, okay. Like a pressure I'll plate. It. I'll press it. <laughs> you push in the a sword. Button? As you... Is that the word you're looking for? A button. It's a big old sword button. It's a big old sword button. As you push it in, you just hear, and the eastern portion of the altar actually has pushed off slightly. As you do that, Errol, as you were walking around sensing magic, magic suddenly appears that wasn't there before. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> me, me, I found it. Rushes over to grab it. <laughs> you tried mine, mine, uh, mine, mine. And you catch your chin and you're like, oh. T- Fall Tammy, unconscious. Tammy also detects magic, but. <laughs> He's so cute. You're what? too busy trying to figure out the high five situation with Lillian. Uh, you're really <laughs> no, no, no. It in. You got to look at the elbow. The five situation. Because <laughs> it's high five, low five, it's just middle five. <laughs> but does Tammy have five fingers? I don't know. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm on a, one hand. I'm, <laughs> on I'm other just hand, a goblin. <laughs> what do you think I am? I don't know. Jesus. It could be four. I don't know. As you're all having this argument, uh, <laughs> the altar <laughs> closes again. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, it's sealed shut forever. Uh, I'll go ahead and press that button again. <laughs> he <it doesn't> <laughs> oh, this is one time in a 10 second yep. timer. Time. Yep. Seal permanently. I mean, I think that the argument happened for like half an hour. <laughs> Sun goes down. Felt like it. <laughs> um, okay, so what? What do we? What do we find in the? Yeah. The thing. As you open, uh, you realize that this compartment is unbelievably deep. It actually fills up the entirety of this almost twenty foot long, five foot wide altar. Inside, you see potion after potion. You also notice that the inside of the altar has been painted with this lead-lined kind of almost magical dampening paint, preventing anyone from sensing it unless they manage to crack that kind of facade. So uh, go ahead and roll me a spellcraft. 
Errol yeah. starts peeling some of the lead paint off and puts a chip in his mouth. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Lillian's like uh, touching so the lead paint just because she can. <laughs> I couldn't do this before. I got an eight for spellcraft. <laughs> eight, eight. Uh, I I didn't get it. I got a 12. 12, yeah. You're not sure. Like, you're seeing these potions after potions. Maybe you wave over Tammy and uh, Lillian. I snap my finger. Garçon! Garçon! Come on! Garçon. Uh, Tammy gets a 22. 22. You see that it is a bunch of potions of Cure Light Wounds. Nice. Dozens of them. Oh. Wow. Now, what this does is that uh, this stash is sizable. And it actually will give your army a very special resource, the healing potions resource, which allows oh. you, um, the army, three uses uh, before it is wholly depleted. So you can use that to fix up your army three times. Awesome. Cool. Um, who's taking can we bring Jeff army back notes? From the <laughs> uh, I think Woody kind of taking army notes currently, so we can maybe put that down, Wood. Yeah. So three uses of that Cure Light. Yep, three uses okay. of the cure light uh, cure of the light. healing potions resource, what it's called for healing ultimate campaign potions. rules. Woody, you would it. you like for us to buy you a Ledgerman hat? You and Paul can both receive yeah, Ledgerman hats. I feel like hats. if anything, Paul deserves a Ledgerman hat. Like Woody is yeah. like sub Ledgerman, vice Ledgerman. Famous in the game Cones of Dunshire. I just keep track of food and water. <laughs> I I keep track of goods, and Alex hasn't told me we've expended any goods, so we have all our goods. How many goods do you have? <laughs> all Don't all ask me about my goods. <laughs> you should only have, I think, two. Yeah, we have two units of goods. Son of a all bitch. All the goods belong to us. <laughs> so you managed to find that. Um, anything else you'd like to do in the chapel, in the kitchen? Uh, where would you like to go next? The world is your oyster. I kind of want to like destroy the rope so no one can ring this bell again because I feel <laughs> I feel like it's a like an alarm that the demons have kind of like understood where if like someone rings the bell in this chapel, like send reinforcements. Roll me in knowledge engineering. Yeah, okay. that's great. Seventeen. Seventeen. You think that perhaps if you got on a table and held the rope taut. Uh, you might be able to slowly uh, cut through it. However, you would have to do it with a very steady hand. As you know, the rope in and of itself is quite sensitive. And so light it simply on fire. By, simply by <gasps> nice. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking was lighting it on fire. fire. Just letting it burn up to the bell and then yep. being done. Fuck yeah. Okay. So Damn then, it, it's a heat activated so bell. It's a heat activated bell. Oh no! Or maybe the bell is held up with wooden beams, and so we burn the beams, and the whole bell comes crashing down. Oh yeah! Actually, that's a pretty legit concern now. That that is (laughs) okay. Okay, That's totally what I was going to do. We'll just we'll just go cut it down at when we get to the top. You can you can cut. uh, Alu can shoot it. Alu shoot it. You're can fancy. I use can I use mage Not hand the bell, the, to the try to hold the rope in one place like above it. where he's cutting to try to brace the rope? You could try, yeah, oh. absolutely. Yes. Okay, let's do that. I feel like because there's no immediate danger of it being rung, maybe we should not take with it right this moment. <laughs> I, I just feel like going through all of this. Alex like, also might be doing his DM thing where sometimes he rolls in the background. The but he's also secretly proud of us for being yeah. 
<laughs> As he rolls in the background. I rolled a 16, a 17, and a 20. If this was an actual roll, y'all be fucked. You should not have wasted those. <laughs> yeah. It's dumb. That was real dumb. No, I think we should just do it. Just do uh, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, cut it cut, cut it up high so it's hard to reach, Aren't if you? not unreachable. Yep. All right. Roll me a luck roll. This is how this luck roll is going to work. Because of your devising and everything, make it a very small chance that anything goes awry. However, these things happen. 18 to 20, you don't manage to brace it well enough, and the bell rings. Anything below that, you're successful. You cut off about Paul, eight feet of the rope. Use the metal die. <laughs> nope, use the dice. Of, uh, what is it called? The dice of destiny. The, the big, dice. The big uh, black. Use the, the big, big 3D yeah. printed dice. The dice I of destiny. I think you should reverse that. Shouldn't one and two be bad? Yeah. Well, it's, I don't like that. Okay. It's fine. fine. No, well, it's okay. Hang on no. before you roll. Do you oh, want, God. Do you want one to three to fail and then everything above it? Or do yes. you want. Okay. I want, I want the, the, the standard understanding of how good or bad rolls are. Yes. So one to three is a bad result. Yes. So. Okay. <sighs> Make sure to say it immediately. Hold on. Let me cue up friends. some boss music. Oh, <laughs> Make sure to say oof. Six. Six. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Never been so excited <laughs> for a fucking six. <laughs> With your well-timed planning, uh, kind of getting everything just so you cut about eight feet or so of rope away and... You would require someone to maybe jump from a table. You probably put the table back where it was, yeah. uh, but it's definitely much much harder for anyone to okay. reach it. Mm. And then Tammy takes the rope and then she throws it into the spiked pit. There is no spiked pit. What do you she mean? She summoned one. Yeah, I summoned she summoned a one in the pit. bottom left corner it's a, by it's the a altar. Red square in That's the corner. That's what that red oh. square is. I'm pretty sure that went away a while ago. Yeah, oh. it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. You've been walking around. I think it'll last for a number of rounds. Six minutes per level. Six. Oh, seriously? Wait, no, no, no. That's not right. That's not right at all. <laughs> I was looking. Right. She's just making things up. It's an Excel spreadsheet I'm working Crystal, on. Crystal, you got to commit harder to the lie. One day per level. Know. Yeah. But oh invisibility lasts a lot longer. It's one eternity per level? How does that work? <laughs> well, Galarian falls, rises, crumbles, and then rises again. Look, I don't know. It's still on the Roll20 map. I don't know what you guys want me to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love you very much. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> it's okay. God. Um, yeah, so it only lasts for one round plus one round per level, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. went away a while ago. <laughs> uh, well, people at home are probably curious about the actual timing oh, of it. Oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> you mean the actual rules? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, But you managed to successfully detach the rope. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do their magic trick to reattach that, so there's no... <laughs> Where's your Ooh. god now, maybe ghouls? I cut this string into two pieces. Now it's one again. We're going to wrap it around Poe's waist as a belt just to try to give him as much clothing as possible. <laughs> I was Poe, so you on accept? board with this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly, like, he clothe him from it. pieces. From, uh, the people that just fell had, like, pretty sweet, like, fur hoods on that distinguish <gasps> them. If you want to. I mean, they still have the chest open uh, just in case you were, you know, trying to outfit yourself. There you go. So yeah. chilly. Poe's definitely going to take one of those, but he's going to put it in the backpack in case it identifies him as a baddie. He doesn't That's fair. really want that. So he can work on his disguise mm. by put, throwing on a cloak. Oh, well, that's a good idea. I was just going to wait till we were into the next like group of baddies who have different stylistic choices. <laughs> and figure it out from there. <laughs> so this wasn't, this wasn't tactical. This was just like, don't get fucked quickly. <laughs> 
It's more like later I can wear this type thing. Yeah. Someone just goes, Eelzek. And you're like, shit. I am Eelzek. <laughs> I can be Eelzek. I can be Eelzek. Nico, my cousin. Um, <laughs> you mean Othirabu? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> um, Tammy's going to look around the room to see if there's any sort of like desecrated holy things that she can kind of help repair before going into the next room. Uh, they are all pretty <laughs> badly smashed. Um, so even like mending would probably not as much okay. as you want. I'll make whole spell maybe could repair yeah. the statues. While you're looking around, why don't you roll me uh, knowledge religion? I would love to. Oh, not 19. Oh, heavens to Betsy on um, time. Ooh, I'd rotate working on the technology. 28? 28. So you look around. Two things you notice. The first one may have become a little obvious to Alu when he found the white sword that represented the button. This one stood as a chapel to Iomade. There is something underneath that's a little bit strange, though. These insignia, they're not Baphomet. They're not... Discari, it's something else. And, and you remember something called Cabriri. Go on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I remember something called Cabriri. <laughs> you know that you know two things about Cabriri. First, he is the Lord of Ghouls, allegedly. <laughs> well done. And uh, second... Uh, you know that he is worshipped by cannibals and necrophiles. Ooh, so this is fuck. definitely kind of a different thing going on here. It makes sense why there's so many ghouls now. You kind of understand that relationship a little bit better now, uh, having recognized that uh, iconography in particular. And so I communicate that to our party and then say immediately we need to like get moving to the other characters in the party so that they don't get eaten, just in case. I don't know. So. Yeah, probably not the best time for us to finish our long rest. Yeah, and during that time go. frame, Errol's going to bust out the wand of Cure Moderate and start topping, topping well, himself off first. But Break for healing? Break for healing. All right, everyone's all healed up now. Uh, so what do you all want to do? So before everybody starts like aiming to go into the other room. Tammy goes up to um, the dead body of one of the like big guys that summoned all the creatures. Okay. And she very awkwardly like looks around and then she sinks her teeth into him and starts sucking his blood. He has no blood. As he has you... no blood? Because he is... They're filled with maybe oil. Maybe a ghoul. No, no, a ghoul? he is maybe. No, the two guys that summoned all the things. As you move his hood back and it falls away, it, his visage looks identical to the rest. What? Can Poe okay. see this? Uh, yeah, you, you are probably walking around. I assume maybe like you're skipping stones. Uh, across the dead bodies, <laughs> and you watch Tammy do this. He's trying to ring the bell with a stone. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely. Like, he's yeah. like throwing it straight up in the air to the bell. It's like forty feet above him. It's like and like it's clattering off of the small circle where the rope goes through. And you're like, dang it! 
So he throws one up, looks over while it's in midair, and sees Tammy doing this, and just gets completely distracted as the stone falls and hits him on the head and does one bludgeoning damage. Now he's officially at full health because he had one extra one. Perfect. Um. And then she just like stands up and walks away like nothing happened and goes towards the next door. <laughs> yeah, as you sink your teeth in and you come away, I need you to roll me a fortitude save, please. <gasps> oh, shit. I can do that. I mean, so are they poisonous or venomous? Because if both. they bite, oh wow! But aren't they spellcasters? <laughs> they are. So do they not have blood? They're undead. Ghouls do not have blood. And you know that now, as this, as the thick oil is around your fangs. Um, twenty-three. Twenty-three. You remove your teeth, spit, and clear your mouth away. And you're like, ah, the fuck was that? And that's it. And I walk away like nothing happened. Yep. You <laughs> do not feel any ill effects. What is this little blue thing at the bottom of this second room? Is that? It's a basin. A... It's a water basin. Oh, okay. uh, it seems to be a well. As you kind of explore it, it's very, uh, very much unused. There's a pond scum that has formed over the top of it. Uh, this room is fairly well lit, especially with the uh, similar stained glass that once adorned the windows having been crushed out of it. And you just see this kind of greenish film that covers a rather stagnant pool in this well. Yeah, gross. All right, let's go. Wait, whoa. Do you know what's at the bottom of wells? Treasure. Can I roll a sense for treasure? Check. Errol helps Poe into the well. Uh, okay. He cannot I roll I for like... treasure. <laughs> I'm sorry I have to say this. Uh... Uh, detect magic in the well. Uh, no magic. Okay. Poe would like to st- push the, the nastiness to see if he can see deeper into the water. You look down into the hole, and it seems, you know, like you can see through a little bit, then it gets very black underneath. Besides the pond scum, the water still looks like it's drinkable. Maybe I would like to drop back. a rock and see how far it goes. You watch as the rock kind of slowly makes its way down, almost fluttering like a leaf as lighter, kind of thinner rocks do. And eventually, after 30, 40 feet, it goes beyond your sight. So is there a bucket? come back? There, there's not <laughs> yeah, a bucket. Okay, fine. There is a ladle uh, next to it that you assume they would use to draw out the water. Okay, I'm going to draw out a thing of water and ask Jesus. Errol, is this holy? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, looking at it, it's <laughs> a sta- like, especially with everything else as it stands, you would imagine if it was like a scrying pool or a, a holy water altar, it would have a lot more adornment to it. This one is just made of simple stones. Tammy, you looked thirsty earlier. Would you like a sip? No. God, so fuck. your friends are... Okay, let's go get Nikki. Let's go get Nikki. But let's put, (laughs) let's dog ear this in our minds. There's something here. I can feel it. Camila stands. Um, She's very weak. What would you have me do? Where would you have me go? Stay in the back. Uh, There might be treasure in that well, if you're interested. (laughs) All right. And she dives into the well and you watch, (laughs) fluttering almost like a leaf as within 30, maybe 40 feet, you lose sight of her. I cast light on her before she does that, just so I can see her further down. Yeah, you watch as she <laughs> dies. Uh, her body emanating light about 90 feet or so from the bottom. 
That 60 Jesus. feet of light really giving you just enough to see that horrible, horrible sight. Yep. She died doing what she loved. <laughs> Diving into wells. <laughs> Spurlunking. <laughs> Famously, uh, the conversations you've had with her have all been about well diving and spelunking and nothing else. Like, honestly, you don't hang out with her because you're tired of talking about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Everybody, gather around. All right, let's open this door. I'm serious, though. Do, let's come back do here. Do we want to... Detect things or cast anything. Yeah, we detected for magic. Or no, we detected evil to the east. Yeah, you did not detect magic. Magic is a smaller aura. It's only thirty or so feet. If mm. memory serves. I'm gonna but... stand at the door and detect magic from the door. You detect no magic. All right. I would advise maybe Poe, if we're going to go in, Poe maybe tries to look in stealthily to see what's beyond. Should we? <gasps> I love that idea. Try to protect ourselves from evil. Since we know there's evil. Also a good idea. <laughs> I love that idea, too. Um, and, and I still have my mage armor. We decided, yes. Right. I'll, I'll tap folks with the wand of protection from evil. All right. So you bit babbity boop. Everyone with the wand. Um, Let's let's close that double door back there so it gets a little bit darker so they don't see like all the light flooding in as we sneak this door open. There is light coming in from this room as well. There are uh, small arrow slits pretty high up that you couldn't access from ground level that do uh, illuminate the room. It's probably the bell. All right. I'm going to open it. Does anybody oh. have any objections? Do it. Let's okay. do it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, Roll me okay, a stealth check, please. Dibby, 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 dibby. I'm gonna I'm gonna prepare to like if I can like a sort of surprise round to like just run into the room if I you I guess if they notice us then it if there's trouble shits yeah. that right yep okay. I mean you can say like you're right behind him I'll let you move into the room as your surprise action if there seems to be people that take notice of you how's that sound yeah okay yeah yeah all right as what's your my stealth? hand as my hand goes to the door my treasure senses tingle and I think to myself. I should check for traps, just like for treasure boxes and stuff. This seems mm-hmm. like a trap. Roll me a perception check first. Sweet. Okay, good. Uh, just a 20. Yep. The door seems rudimentary at best. Like it's slats of wood held together by iron and a simple uh, kind of doorknob. So it doesn't seem to be any, any cords or anything really to do with it. I push down on the door handle. I imagine it's like one of those lever type. I push down with one finger. With okay. another adjusted 20. Another adjusted 20. As you open, the door swings quietly into a room. So the minute this door opens, Poe, you are blasted with this disgusting stench. It is almost overwhelming. This decaying smell of almost unceasing death. You see two deceased soldiers hanging from the rafters as well as there's various cabinets and tables that stand around a fireplace on the south wall you also notice that there are doors that lead further east and one to the north kind of into that courtyard that you saw earlier there's no one else in this room just those two festering bodies with flies buzzing around as they hang from hooks on the ceiling. Poe squeals a little bit. 
Errol, they need roll, you in if anyone there. notices the squeal. That, uh, that's <laughs> it's a flavor squeal. Come on. <laughs> Um, Errol, there's evil yeah. in there. Errol is going to step in and take a closer. Like, how far off the ground are these hanging? Are they like their feet like just off the ground? No, they're about uh, ten feet or so from the ground, hanging high in the rafters. Oh, okay. Oh, do you need a boost? Uh, yeah, please. Okay, okay, okay. Like, cheer, po- cheerleader toss, and let's get a basket set up in case I fall. Yeah, so uh-huh, Poe uh-huh. gets on your shoulders, and then Tammy gets on his shoulders. And so now she's about <laughs> eye level with these bodies. <laughs> and it's like doing with those tearing <laughs> things. Or, uh, and like Lillian's doing her best to like walk around you and keep you stable. And, and then she just flies up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot she could do that. <laughs> yeah, and Elu's really got his do little, that more. Yeah. yeah. And Elu's yeah. got his little nimbus cloud. But I've the three the people who can't fly are the ones doing this. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Post throwing rocks at them. It's like <laughs> two bodies. They'll pop. <laughs> um, is there any type of, like, you said there were soldiers. Is there any, like, iconography of, like, what army or... Like who they belonged to. Roll me a knowledge religion. I'll have you do that. Tammy can do, anyone who's looking in the room can do 24. that. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yep. You notice immediately Saren Ray. But then you also notice uh, Torag as well. And noticing both of those, he's just gonna be like, "We need to get them down. We need to consecrate their their bodies, lay them to peace." Please help me. <laughs> no. As he like tries to concentrate <laughs> and fly, he's like. <laughs> It's like firing his scimitar up, trying to hit the ropes. (laughs) (laughs) No. He gets stuck in one of the rafters. Ah, damn it. it. It's like when your basketball gets stuck in the gym and you throw another basketball at it and it gets stuck too. It gets stuck too. (laughs) Throw radiance at it. Wait, why why wouldn't I shoot an arrow? No, just throw radiance at it to try and dislodge it. Oh, that was a terrible idea. (laughs) Now radiance Uh, is stuck. And then Tammy throws her staff. Her staff is stuck. It's really becoming a whole thing. Then Lillian flies up and she's stuck. <laughs> yeah, she gets stuck. <laughs> Lillian's just stuck. Guys. We draw a card from the pouch. Her, her cape gets caught in the rafters. Black it. Yeah, like a, a rusty nail sticking out. Yeah, and she tries to cut away with her witch knife, but then her witch knife gets stuck. It's really, really falling apart uh, so quickly. And then he throws up tooth saw, and then tooth saw like is just sitting there wiggling, trying his best. And then, what a farce. Oh boy. All right, let's get these guys down. <laughs> so Lillian do you fly up and you detach them from there yeah I'll watch people struggle for a minute and then I'll be like okay okay time's wasting and then she'll fly up and she'll try how heavy are they uh, they're pretty heavy like you will be able to uh, take them off the hooks but they will probably mm-hmm. fall to the ground with a rather sharp thud well, be ready. can we try to catch them you could try oh. to catch them uh Sorry, Can we cast we Feather Fall on them? Uh, Poe's yeah. noping out of here. Yeah. These things are going to pop. Myself. Yeah, you can only cast it on yourself, yeah. Uh, quick question. Music. When Alu <gasps> enters the room and I'm detecting evil, if I'm continuously channeling as we enter the room, am I able to kind of pinpoint the source if it's coming from this room or further east? Or... So show me where you are in the room first because distance uh, well, so does matter. Right now I'm, I'm in the doorway. Are the bodies just kind of like in the middle of the room or whatnot. I imagine I would have stepped into the room. Yeah. Uh, so maybe like there. Uh, okay. So you sense and, three distinctive auras, four distinctive auras coming from the other side of the wall. Two of the auras actually emanating just from the other side of the door. 
the other ones emanating further north, almost beyond the bounds of this room. Mm-hmm. And that is what you sense. Almost almost beyond the bounds of this room? So, like, for instance, the room ends about 10 feet ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Where you sense is about 20 feet or so over here. Uh, okay. So it's outside the normal... Like, the room ahead of you, you then assume is either larger or maybe it's an open space that is much okay. larger than this room ahead of you. Um, I'll relay that to the group, saying <laughs> we need to remain relatively quiet and stealthy, whatever evil it is is coming from beyond this next door, both north and, s- and east, so we need to be careful. Oh, and Lillian had a good point. Two friends, including my best friend, are probably being eaten right now. Maybe we should come, like, save these guys' bodies after we've saved the living bodies. Maybe. Well, I'm, I am worried. What if they... Is there any... I guess, is there any way they could, like, get down from where they were if they were to, if they, like... Reanimated? Yeah. Uh, no. So the hook is is affixed inside the small of their lower back. So, like, their limbs are sitting there, so they're kind of hanging all four limbs pointed to the ground. If they were to reanimate, they might be able to struggle off the hooks, but then they fall 10 feet or so. Uh, but it's, it would be tough, to say the least. Okay. I I second Poe's suggestion. You bring one fiendish minotaur back to life, and now everyone's worried about Alex bringing more <laughs> zombies into the game. <laughs> Ghouls. Alleged. Alleged. Alleged, yes. All right, well. Or aberrations. If there's immediate danger, I think we should attend to that first. Let's earmark this room as well. Okay, okay. Everybody be quiet. Quiet. Clank, clank, clank. Stop it. We made that decision before I flew up. Yeah, I'm assuming that information would have been present as part of the original discussion. Poe would like to check for traps. Roll me a perception check, please. And arrow's going to prepare the same type of... 14. 14. The door, again, looks much the same as the one previously. Simple door of wooden slats and metal with the same metal ring and the kind of lever system that you actuated previously. <laughs> simple bitches, but not you, God. You're not simple. Just your doors. And Poe um, dies. Ah, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> What's your constitution modifier <laughs> times two? That plus one. Uh, just really unfortunate. Uh, Poe would like to stealthily open this door as well. You stealthily open the door. As you open the door, a similar smell hits you. Not as strong as the one before, but this one feels hot. It feels thick and musty, and it and it kind of claws at you. You look in. You see the broken frames of several beds that lie scattered around this rather large room. Two of the more serviceable ones have been pushed together to make a larger sleeping pallet. A table and several chairs also occupy the center of the room. As you look in, Poe, you see a winged creature sitting there, slurping, feasting on the corpse of some poor individual. It's Nikki. 
as he finishes eating its flesh, he turns as both ghouls that are on either side of the door let out a scream alerting him. Errol, you may enter the room. Yeah, why not? One, two, three, four. As Errol runs into the room, he notices two more ghouls standing at the other door. This individual picks up a rather odd weapon, an aspergillum. He sits there. Bless you. Turning around, wiping the filth from his lips. And I wondered if anyone would come for these corpses. And we'll have to see what happens <laughs> next time ah, on the Final Crusade. There's going to be so murder. To... There already was. <laughs> More murder. More, More murder. murder. You murdered our friends. Do we have to uh, Google what an aspirin? Is? An aspergillum is a, it's a rod with like a circle on the end. It's what you put um, incense in to bless things. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's blessing things. I mean, I gonna he's say, blessing something, just not the way that you're shit. used to it. Hey. <laughs> bless you. See, I was right. You were. <laughs> you said aspergillum, and I said bless you. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Four Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games, Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo, Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo, Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo, Inc. and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com.